0: Welcome to JB Trio Podcast Season 6, Episode 1.
1: I'm Lee McDonald Jr., Christopher the Comeback Kid with Mansi, Mark the Ancient Warrior Merchant, and
0: welcome to a new season of the podcast, a new season of our JB Trios League. We started week one last week, 37 weeks. We'll probably split the Bowling League season and the two podcast seasons. So we're do the first half of the Bowling League for season six, and then season seven will be the second half, and then the grand champion. That's the finale of the seventh season of the podcast. Nice. And at the time of taping, it's September 11th. We're watching the Monday night football game just to keep up with current events in football. Aaron Rodgers got traded to the Jets. And all of a sudden, he gets hurt in three plays. Injured. Yep. And you ankle, just hate ankle to see it. Brain. You just hate to see it. Ankle sprain. And after last night's Sunday night football beating from the Cowboys, Cowboys, all those freaking New York fans, them boys. they probably all said, screw the Giants, I'm going to be Jets fans. And then now they're suffering because they don't have a quarterback.
1: Who the them boys?
0: <laughs> Cowboys won 40 to nothing against the Giants. 40 to it. Zippo. I loved it. It's been a great weekend
1: of football. I love it. But and the, anyway, Lions, the, biggest, the biggest upset was the Lions versus the Kansas.
0: Yeah, I wasn't too upset by it.
1: 20 to 21 Lions.
0: Yeah, that was pretty awesome. So, great weekend, weekend of football. Great weekend of bowling. And we ended up with 16 teams. I was shocked, and I loved it. Sixteen teams of three, so this will be officially my biggest league that I've run. I've taken over the league about six years ago, and I think the most we got was thirteen teams with a blind team for one season. And then even then, we had some teams quit in the middle of the season. And I think that season it got down to what eleven because we had two teams quit. I think it was like the Coopers and
1: oh yeah, the Coopers. I remember that. Yeah, I remember fours. and he quit. Yeah, two teams Chris brought in. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it yeah. was. He brought them both in. Yeah, but hey, I I brought in three teams this, this week. How many teams you brought in, Mark? Look at when I bring teams in, they stay. <laughs> but you haven't brought in a team.
0: He brought in Neil. That's right. And we got another and Neil, it, apparently. So we got two Neils. There's a new Neil in a town. New team.
1: What new team yeah. have you brought in recently? Perfectly is you got sixteen teams in the league, right? Each half is what seventeen weeks. Seventeen about weeks. seventeen. So you get to bowl everybody once. Yep. Each half, and then two position rounds in there makes a position makes rounds it each per- and perfect seventeen
0: weeks. It's perfect. Yeah. And now one thing I was thinking about. We did the March Madness last year. We kind of come up with that idea late in the season during basketball, during college basketball. I was thinking one of the new things that we should do this year is make it one for each half. So we do it in March. We keep that tradition going. And then we start one here somewhere maybe early to mid-October or November. And that'll be the one that we hold for the first half. So we'll have two large brackets where everybody participates and maybe we'll even set aside some of the prize fund, which is by the way, I did some figures and it's gonna be close to eighteen grand in the prize Man. fund.
1: I went around talking about the Mark vanishing and everyone's willing and I told everyone like if you want to participate in this thing, it's only gonna be five bucks to enter for the whole thing. Are you talking bucks. about the uh the, 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 ma- the brackets. Oh,
0: no, I don't want to. We shouldn't charge anybody because then people won't get in. I think we should just do like we did last year. Just put everybody in. Everybody's in automatically if you bowl. And we'll just we'll set aside a portion of the prize fund, you know, because like if you put in like, say, 100 bucks for the winner or maybe 75 for the first and right. 25 for second. You know, however we decide to do it. I just I don't want to do it where people have to pay to get in and then it's only like maybe ten of us that get in. I want to make sure to make it big and memorable so yeah. that we get everybody in. And then we got plenty of money in the prize fund. 18 grand in the prize fund. We can yeah. set
1: aside a little bit. I'd say we I just, hear what you're just saying. yeah, i say we definitely do that and pay a first and second, those two guys at the very end. Two yeah. people at the very end.
0: Now the All one right. thing we have to figure out is well, just for the podcast today, we'll, uh, we're will we going to go over introductions of the bowlers. We'll go over the teams. We'll go over results of last week and things of that sort. But since we're already on the subject of the March Madness bracket and soon to be October Madness, there's going to be 48 bowlers uh, once we fill on that last spot. We got one team that needs a third bowler. But once we fill it, we'll have 16 full teams that'll make it 48 bowlers. So we've got to figure out how to make forty-eight bowlers go down to two bowlers. So I've been trying to think. So forty-eight, you got twenty-four on each side of the bracket. Yeah, and I think it's gonna work out to where we have to have any buys. So you have twenty-four on one side, twenty-four on the other, and then once those guys bowl each other, then it'll go down to. What twelve and twelve? Yes, yeah. yeah.
1: yeah.
0: and then once they bowl each other, then it goes. And yeah. now it's going to get complicated because now you got only six. Right, and
1: six. right. Yeah. And then then down and to three.
0: That's where the buys come in. I I don't like having the buys in the middle.
1: Yeah, I of agree. The
0: bracket. Yeah, because I prefer to have the buys at the beginning, like we did last year.
1: So how do you think that would work? We could do a double elimination. We could do a double elimination. Like uh, we could do i mean that sounds
0: like a good idea i'd like to hear you say elimination again <laughs>
1: yeah elimination sorry <laughs> elimination oh my god i can't even speak right. i'm so tired elimination <laughs> okay there you go we could do that or we can do a forgiveness round where we get like two random players and bring them back in like a secret round like a wild card oh i see what you're saying. Yeah. Maybe you know maybe
0: a elimination until
1: well maybe bring somebody back that's got that scored the highest who was eliminated but had the highest score that week yeah yeah i mean i mean these are this just ideas or something
0: yeah no that's good or maybe like in the first week like to kind of go off of Chris's idea of double elimination <laughs> um, that's how you say it <laughs> so you got 12 and 12 and that means you're going to have 6 and 6 so you're going to have 12 people gone and then the next 12 the next 12 winners will continue in the second round of the bracket and maybe the in the eliminator round what we could do is the eliminator round is the 24 people that got beat in that first round they are in a separate pool but instead of bowling each other What they do to get back into the bracket, whoever bowls out of the 12, the top two scores, then they will be able to get back in the bracket for round three. Okay, so rounds one and two in the actual bracket would be, you got 24 and 24, then they eliminate, so 24 make it to the next round, 24 get eliminated, then you got the second round. And you got 12 on one side, 12 on the other, and then it goes down to six and six. But then whoever got eliminated the first round, I guess that would be twenty-four people. Nah, yeah, 24. So that'd, be, that'd be too much. That'd be because because
1: if you only take the top two, yeah. I mean, I guess you could. Oh, so how about been, the final six? The final six go to double elimination. So.
0: double. So. Well, see, this is where we got to play with the numbers, and we thankfully we got a whole month to worry about it. Because uh, if we had to start it tomorrow, this would suck.
1: Yeah. Or yeah. we could do, like I said, the wild card. We'll bring back one more team to make eight. To make eight. Yeah. Then we'll take the final four and then these two. Maybe we could do, like,
0: qualifying rounds. Like, say, if the tournament doesn't start until October. I'm, I'm throwing a date out. I have no yeah, idea if it's an actual date. But let's say by week six, if the tournament starts on week six... That we would have like what's called qualifying rounds from weeks three, or no, actually if we did it week four, that way majority of everybody's averages would be unlocked. So if we did say two weeks of qualifying rounds, like weeks four and five, maybe we could do it based on like your total pin count. Total
1: pinfall.
0: Yeah. So instead of just doing it by average like we used to.
1: Of, of a person or, or or a team.
0: Of a person. So since this whole bracket idea is individuals, so all 48 bowlers would be ranked one through 48 based on your total pinfall, and plus your handicap, of course. So instead of just however high your average is, because last year when we did it, we did it based on your average, this year we could have two qualifying rounds, like weeks four and five, we just add those two weeks together, and whatever your total pinfall is for those two weeks, that's your rank. So if you, Chris, let's say if you bowled 600 and 600, then that's 1,200. And let's say that puts you at.
1: Will this be with handicap or scratch.
0: We could do. I'd rather do with. Like there's a bowler. There's a lady bowler that only literally averages like 60. And she didn't even hit that the first week. So I think we should make it handicap.
1: Yeah, we could eliminate that last place team too. <laughs> no, I a comeback. Yeah, what happened there, Chris? it's a strategic move. Oh not a lot of people do it nowadays, but it is a like a Brett Favre or like a maybe a Tom Landry kind of coaching move. It's called sandbacking. Oh no. That is- um it's called you- handicap management.
0: Handicap management. That was the phrase I couldn't remember the last episode. Handicap those. management.
1: Chris, you hold another record. The most, the biggest defeat ever in JB Trios. <laughs> what was it, 600 pins? Yeah, it, oh, it was pretty high up there. It was the biggest defeat. So now you've got like three records you hold. <laughs> well, it's a good
0: thing that we have these averages locked for three weeks. Yes. Because, yeah, I mean, it's going to be pretty brutal for you guys for those three weeks if you plan on sandbagging three weeks in a row. I sucks. So, I don't know how much Sandback and I would do. I, I, I mean.
1: We're going to do, do a lot of it because we all shot under 500, and they all they all that. And that team that we do not speak of, we do not say their name, we don't speak of them. It's like a bad word in the family, a bad omen. That team shot 650 and higher. Every single oh, one. you mean the uh, Slates Rockheads? Oh, not them. No. Mm-hmm. You should wash your mouth out now.
0: <laughs> you got another tough team this week too, Chris. Oh yeah, you guys are Team Ten. You're facing uh, Team Five. Who is that?
1: The Worst team ever. I think they're a bunch of old people.
0: Oh yeah, <laughs> a bunch of old <laughs> people. Second right? week, right off the bat, Mark. Yeah, you got another week. By the way, Mark, did you guys figure out a team name yet? No, we'll. Come, I, I don't know if they want to stick with We Got Balls, but I'll find out next week. I just hope you guys don't bring back that fellatio name.
1: Yeah, Ooh, we oh talked. About, <laughs> we talked about it.
0: No. Yeah, we oh did. No. We did. Oh no. Then I'll have to make announcements. Want say that name every week on the podcast? Yeah. Well, hey,
1: look at it's better than two rednecks and a yank. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, y'all I mean, very good. That names, so you may want to stay away from that name. The team names this year are all have like three in it, like three fingers. Put a thumb in it. I mean, yeah. What's up with the fingers? Thirty-four for Salicio is what March team might be. I mean, I thought you'd you'd be the fruit roll-up team, Chris. I tried.
0: <laughs> yeah, we got uh, out of pocket. That's the new team. One of the two we got. Blame it on the alcohol. That's team four. Three fingers deep. That's Rick Connor and his son and George coming back. Forty-one for the win. I don't understand that one. Oh my God. Okay,
1: so. I had a conversation about Tim regarding his team name, and he told me what it meant. Would y'all wish to
0: figure it out? 41 for the win. That's uh, Tim Sherrill. That's our uh, former JP trio from five years ago. He's come back. He's actually been playing poker with us for this last year, but he's come back. He's on Leland's team. Leland broke himself away from my team. I guess he was too embarrassed to vote with Dad.
1: No, he'd be no. Once he did, he became a winner. Well, so real he was, was, like, a, he was exactly. like a Matthew Stafford. He left your yeah. team and won a Super Bowl.
0: Yeah, he's doing a lot of winning now at Stafford. <laughs> but Leland was going to bowl with Brianna, and she betrayed him and quit. She did,
1: huh?
0: Yes, at the
1: last minute. At the last,
0: last minute. minute. Are they not together now? They are not together. They haven't talked since. Wow. Are you kidding me? No. We tried to get them proposed and together, but. I guess Mark's suggestion did the anti-effect. Wow, that was short-lived. Yeah, it was. He's already got a divorce. So, (laughs) they divorced. They're no longer a couple. They were actually never really a couple, but they're no longer a couple. And so, she's all done with bowling. She probably, she got her trophy and left. Wow. Oh,
1: my God. She's never bowled
0: before. Oh, God. She's not a dedicated person. So, yeah, (laughs) Leland got put Camilla who decided to bowl. She was going to bowl because Brianna decided to bowl. And then Brianna backs out at the last second. Now Camilla's kind of left out there. And, well, she has a big heart and says, oh, well, Leland, I'm here. I'll still bowl with you. So she bowls. And then Tim shows up. He needs a team. I had a team for him. And then that team decides, because they were telling me all week, actually two weeks, they said, Well, we're going to need a third bowler. So I get Tim. I recruit him for that team. And then behind my back, Leland sees Tim and says, hey, uh, Brianna didn't bowl and she's not going to show up. I need you on my team. So I had no idea that that was going to happen. I see Tim at the bowling alley during the meeting. I said, Tim, I got your team. He said, no, Leland grabbed me already. So, But fortunately, I got really lucky. That team, I put him on. I put Larry with them. And then the team I was going to put Larry on, turns out they found a third on their own. Oh, wow. So there was a bunch of teams that just kind of showed up and a bunch of individuals that showed up. Uh. And that's how we kind of wound up with 16. So for the longest time, we had 14 confirmed. And out of that 14, I think almost all of them committed except Brianna, of course. (laughs) (laughs) And then just two new teams popped up out of nowhere. So it was a good night. But we are still actively looking for one bowler for that one team that we need, which is uh Darren and Mark Matchinette, Darren and uh Patrick.
1: Yeah, that's a good team too. I'm gonna try and see if
0: I can't maybe uh call up David Pride and see if maybe I can get him out of retirement.
1: Yeah, that's a good team.
0: Because he used to bowl with uh Patrick last year. Remember I mean
1: still massive um team of uh, theme, old people. And all people <laughs>
0: Ready for AARP. That was the team name once. Yeah. All right. To talk a little bit again about the uh, bracket, I think what the easiest thing we'll just need to figure out in these weeks to come is how to set it up either by average or maybe just instead of maybe a qualifying round. We can just do like we did last year and just do average. But we've got to figure out how to lay out a bracket that instead of the bye week being in the middle, where it gets down to six we need to get it to where it's like eight which i think the only way to do that is if you had 32 bowlers because then you can just go eight 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 in the last four rounds or it would be uh 32 16 8 4 then then two so we got to figure out how to get it to 32 and i guess the only way to do that would be the have well i don't know we'll figure it out we'll figure it out yeah Anyway, so that's the bracket. So, again, we're going to hopefully start that week six or week seven in October. We'll do another one in March. We're going to take a week off of Beakmark's Mark's picks because there's just not enough averages out there. Some of the teams, the bowlers took to Mike N's line. He was not feeling good. Christian Gomez, he's, on, he's with Brian and Matthew Macy. Yes. He took a week off. A couple of other bowlers that are new took the week off, but their names are on here. So just not enough information and to have a really good beat marks pick start. So we're going to start it next week. That'll be week three. So we'll just go over some introductions here. My team ended up as team one again. We have not picked a team name yet. So, so far we're team one. It's consists of myself, Peyton and Greg. So I recruited Greg from the summer league. So that is our first team. And, Team two, which is one of our brand new teams, out of pocket is their team name. It's consisting of Neil Hickey, Nick Hickey, and Zach Taylor, which oddly oddly enough, Zach Taylor is the name of my nephew, even though they are of no relation whatsoever. So Zach Taylor, uh, Neil Hickey, and Nick Hickey. I think they're father and son, the Hickeys.
1: Oh, hey, hey, hey.
0: Yeah, a couple of Hickeys. But they—it looks like they have not bowled league before. When I talked to them, they basically open bowl a little bit. They practiced a little bit before they bowl. Their averages are looks like they're lower, but they're—they got something that I think is really neat, which is they're hungry. They really want to win. They really want did to bowl you good. Give them food? No, it did not. Yeah, <laughs> no? they took forty off you. Yeah. yeah, they started out red hot. So they, uh, they Did got you let them
1: win as a uh, sign of good no, faith? we
0: didn't sandbag like some other teams did. Who? We did not sandbag. We should
1: kick them off the team. If they sandbag, kick them off the
0: team. Oh, yeah, sandbagging, yeah. That's supposed to be a bad thing.
1: It is a bad thing.
0: And uh, so, yeah, we lost. But the Hickies and Zach, they're really enthusiastic about bowling. They really had fun that first night. And so I'm glad that they joined the league. Happy to have them. And again, that team name is out of pocket. That's them. All right. So moving on, team three, another returning bowler from five years ago, like Tim, Amanda Cunningham. She's very well known around the Flower Mound area. Me and my wife actually met Amanda many, many years ago when all of our kids were in elementary school and we all kind of met up and hung out. And Amanda got into bowling five years ago and She's inviting her brother-in-law, Tim, who was also in the JB Trios five years ago. All right. So there we are returning. Amanda has greatly improved. She was only 100 average. Now she's around 140. Uh, She hasn't bowled a lot, but she's bowled enough to where she's got her own equipment. She gets a lot of lessons from Josh in the pro shop. And she got paired up with uh, Larry Hoover who's a really good bowler from Friday Night League. We actually picked up quite a few teams on Friday. And so Larry Hoover joined them. They made a trio team. Although uh, Tim, the brother-in-law, did not bowl the first night. So he is setting an average. So on our standing sheet, he's showing zero. They do not have a team name yet. So they are officially team three. I think they bowled next to you, Mark. What did you think of them?
1: I really wasn't watching over there that much, except for that one guy, Garrett Williams Jr. Yes. And that guy yes. threw one hell of, I mean, it was the smoothest released ball. Really? You wouldn't, you wouldn't even hear it hit the lane. Yeah, man. He was sharp. I mean, he was, he really was. And yeah. uh, that is team
0: four. That's who they bowled against. So the man team three. They bowled against Team 4. Another returning bowler, Fred Williams, he bowled with us about six or seven years ago on Good Frame Gentleman yeah. with Clint and a guy named Chris Joffrey. Yep. Oh, okay. Fred Williams, very good bowler. He was in the 180, 190 range. He didn't bowl so good this past Tuesday. He was uh, one of the ones that was coming to us from a different bowling center. He, I think when he was with J.B. Trios last that was his only league. Then he moved over to a whole other center. I can't remember, but so he set a 188 average over there. He brought his brother and sister. That's his brother Garrett. And his uh, sister's Carol. Oh,
1: he did not uh, know that. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay.
0: So Carol, older sister, friend himself. He doesn't look that old, but he's he's almost my age. He's almost 45 years old. His sister Carol, I think, is near 50. She's a 129 average, so she'll be leading off that spot there. She is a league bowler, but she hadn't bowled in two years. She's coming back. Garrett, however, now there's a cool story behind him. He took 10 years off. I'm not sure why, but his first series back, he comes back to bowling and he shoots 726.
1: Yeah. Damn. So
0: he has no average at all. He's setting an average and he's taking 10 years off of bowling and he comes back, she's 720. But Mark nailed it on the head. This guy, man, he is really good. And he looks like a pro almost. I almost wanted to ask him, is that what he's been doing, you know, not bowling league for the past 10 years? Or did he actually go on, on tour? Yes, yeah. he is that damn good. Yeah, he's got a nice, smooth ball right down the lane. You can't even hear it. He's got a 242 average right now. And uh, so, bowling's really good. I can beat him. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to beat that average? Yep. All right, we'll take that bet right now. So, but
1: No, with, my handicap, the year, with yeah. my handicap. With
0: my oh, handicap. Oh, 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 that's different. Yeah,
1: with my handicap. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah,
0: you're supposed to be Mr. High Average at the end of the year. What's going on?
1: I, I do. Look at my handicap.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it's close to what your average was 4 or 5 years ago. Exactly,
1: and that's all that matters.
0: <laughs> all right, so teams 5 and 6 Team five, which is, uh, I'm going to go ahead and let Mark introduce these guys. Who are those guys?
1: This is the winning combination of the the half. Ron Reynolds, Mark Merchant, and Kyle Howell. How about that? It was a rough match. Facing Connor and his team to start is not an easy chore. Yeah, you fought team six, Rick Connor, Caden, and George. Yeah, we caught Caden on a bad night, but uh, we managed to take 33, I think it was yeah
0: yeah you all took thirty three I saw Kyle. I want to give kudos to Kyle because wasn't too long ago he was in the high one sixties low one seventies and he was consistently there for I'd say maybe a good what ten years, but within the last year, I mean he's been practicing a hell of a lot. And he's upped his game. He's been averaging low 190s, mid 190s for the past year from late last fall throughout the summer and now the beginning of this fall season. He's at a 192 average right
1: now. Why, though? You know why? I know why. No. Uh-oh. His reason like because that. he had a taste of anchor. He know what it felt like. He know the feeling of being anchored. And so he wants to take control of the anchor position. Well I then see. if he does, he might as well bowl on your team. Yeah, <laughs> that's the <that's> easy <laughs> way. But I don't job. want the easy way out. He doesn't want the easy way out. Yeah, that he would he wants be- the hard way. He wants to shove it in his team's face.
0: Yeah, he's not uh what was that term again? Uh handicap management or
1: you know uh, average. If he was smart, he would do it. If he was smart. I well,
0: I just want to give kudos to Kyle. He's been bowling great here lately, and um, I appreciate Kyle. He's our Sergeant of Arms, so he's part of our Board of Directors, which we'll have to vote on. Yes, <laughs> now we do. Yep. Excuse me. We're going to have to have a vote, uh, apparently, because... We had a resignation. Uh, we have a resignation. a resignation. So the League Officers consists of Chris Woodman, Z's president, his wife, is First Lady, which is an unofficial member yeah. or board member. Jared Gallegos replaced Mark Merchant as vice president. Mark decided to step down. He nominated Jared, and Jared had a second nomination, and we voted him in. He got all gays. I am I retained secretary treasurer, and Kyle Howell is also retained as sergeant of arms. However, Jared himself works for USBC, as we've mentioned a few seasons ago in the podcast. But since he is practically a director of USBC, he said himself that that's a conflict of interest, and so he is stepping down as vice president. So come Tuesday, we'll have to have a uh, team captain meeting, and we'll have to have a replacement nominee for Mr. Jared, and he will no longer be vice president. So that spot is officially open. And what do you think about Camilla? Oh, hey. Yeah. So nah. Camilla, she'll have to cri- carry Chris's weight
1: again. <laughs> okay, so just like at home. Okay, now. Well. But Camilla also- is a first lady. I mean, I don't think she can.
0: So. Oh, so since she's a lady, this will be the first lady executive
1: in the JB trade? Yeah. It's like having Hillary Clinton on board. Like we don't want that.
0: <laughs> I know uh, Camilla. I don't know if she'd be too enthused to be compared to Hillary Clinton, but I, I like the idea of having her on the
1: board of directors. You yeah, can get a woman in there. Yeah.
0: Woman in there. <laughs> She'll overrule Chris's
1: every uh suggestion. I mean, we, but we don't want that. I mean, like, anything could go wrong. Just by that statement, <laughs> just by saying that, we see corruption already.
0: She'll have heavy influence on you just like at home. Exactly. That way y'all can argue at bowling
1: and at home. Exactly.
0: <laughs> and we also kind of joked around saying uh, Chris has to pick his running mate so if he decides, he's actually already chosen one who did you say earlier? Chris
1: Saunders
0: Chris Saunders he's one of our bowlers that come to us from Friday Fellowship he's a good buddy Chris is him and his brother Eric and they also play poker with us so Chris is nominating his running mate to be Chris Saunders so we'll have to tell him about it tomorrow night yes I think we'll have did. to wait and see, but we're going to have a big meeting tomorrow. Same All right. Way. Moving on. Team six, three fingers deep is their name. I don't know where that comes from, but I uh, kind of have an idea. Uh, consists, of,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> consists of Rick Connor, Caden Connor, the son, and George Martinez. So last year they had Logan. Uh, Logan, who dropped out of the league altogether, I think due to his work schedule. They recruited George Martinez, so that's going to be a hell of a team to contend with. As Mark said, they already had a hard time with them the first week.
1: Yeah, that Rick Connor and his one-step delivery—that's deadly. Yeah.
0: yeah, it is actually. He was very consistent. Picked it up the third game. Yeah, he did. On um, this new shot that they got, did y'all notice that new shot that they got out there? It's a lot better though, smoother. It is definitely more traditional. It feels—I got to be honest—it feels a lot like Plano. I think they modeled the shot and the lanes and the approach of how it is at Plano. I know the approaches are a little bit more tacky than they are at Plano, a little bit more slippery, but uh, the shot, I mean, all you got to do basically is just get the ball out of the second arrow and it's coming back.
1: True, that's true.
0: So I think that's definitely going to reflect on our scores and our averages. Now, it took a while for some people to get adjusted, but overall, I think the scores were up. I added a, I don't know if you guys noticed, I was playing around with some of the equipment that I have, and I did add, because we're going to have a need of a third page for our standing sheet, so I figured I'd add special awards so everybody can see what awards are won each week as well as averages per bowler and per team. So we'll be able to see on a pair-by-pair basis how the averages are, which they look like they're a little up. Uh, I know it's always not quite as much as you'd want on the first week. Everybody's still kind of adjusting to the new teams and the new league, but I did manage to find a spot where we can put those averages on there.
1: Nice, that's good. And that's, yeah. that's scratch. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it'll be on the third page towards the end of the standing sheet, but it'll be our scratch average and our scratch scores. All right, so moving on, Team Seven—that is the Saunders, like we just discussed. Chris and his wife. Does she go by Christina or Tina?
1: Uh, Christina.
0: She does go by okay, because on her sheet she had Tina. Oh, oh she really? likes Christina. Yeah.
1: Oh, I then I don't know that. I, I call her Christina. Maybe, maybe Dina. Yeah. Oh yes, no, she look. does. She actually said that yesterday during D and D. She hates being called Chris because they, people get confused from Chris and Christina. Oh uh, yes. Gotcha.
0: So, yes, All right. Tina. So, Chris and Tina. So, husband and wife come to us from Friday Fellowship. We recruited a few teams from Friday, which is kind of neat. I mean, for Diego, for us, Sabina's kind of bad. I'm sorry uh, not yeah. Sabina, but
1: uh, Kim. Kim, Kim. Kim
0: Hood, yeah. They got a full house league, so they ain't hurting. But, yeah, so Tina and Chris joined. They recruited Diego, which is Chris's best friend. So, Chris, yes. uh, looks like uh, you got heavy influence on this league now. See, yeah, see?
1: Oh, yep, so no. how many are you going to drop out? <laughs> I mean, Diego's actually super excited. He actually texted me and said, man, I can't wait for tomorrow. I told him that he's in 10th place. He's like, what? Really? And I told him yeah. that I'm in first. And he's like, oh, go figure.
0: <laughs> if you held the standing sheet upside down, you're in first. <laughs> yeah, see?
1: I, I used to say that part to him.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, so we got Diego on. And, oh, uh Diego won... If we're keeping track of this time, we didn't keep track of him in the summer. The Woodmanzie award, the first week goes to Diego. What? 119, 219. Or no, it was uh, 110, 219. So for his first, his second game, he shot 110. His third game, he shot 219. Wow. So 109 difference. So he's officially the Woodman Z winner of the first week.
1: I thought we don't um, calculate Woodmanzie's until. Handicap is final. Well, he said
0: an average, so... And we don't go by uh-huh. handicap, so it's all scratch. So okay. he's officially our first week Woodman's the winner. All
1: right, so do we get a picture with him? We
0: can't... Uh, we, I don't think we got the picture. I think uh he cut out before we could get the all picture. Right. But we'll, we we know where he lives. Yeah, and we let's know where on top of that because
1: I want to make a collage this year. Yes, we will definitely do that. Let's keep on, let's keep on track with that.
0: Yeah, we'll get his picture tomorrow
1: night. Yeah, the, the S team...
0: Do you know why they
1: named it that? The F team? Yeah. Because they're silent but deadly.
0: Oh, so they should be called the F team. Yep.
1: <laughs> so that's uh,
0: Chris and Tina and Diego. All right. So team nine is, and we got them everywhere. Former J.B. Trio bowler from six, seven years ago. Craig Voren has returned. I was very happy to see Craig. Uh, we yeah. caught up a little bit. So Craig is there. He brought a buddy, his, his name, Gino, and his wife, Tina. Another Tina. So we got two Tinas and two shitload of Chris's. So Tina and Gino Clay. Looks like Gino is sort of a league bowler. He had an old USBC number from a few years ago. I think Tina did too, but she hadn't bowled in a long time. And I think when she bowled, it wasn't very many of the games, but, um, but yeah, so she averaged at eighty-five, Gino at one thirty-two, and Craig basically started where he left off. He's at one seventy-eight, and that's where he's at now. All three had a set and average. And they are called pin high.
1: That's teammates. Oh, they're are they high like every night? <laughs> they could be.
0: They're out in Fort Worth.
1: Yeah, I and mean, wow. you know I thought Craig bowled pretty damn good for not having bowled in a while. Yeah, I thought so, too. Yeah, he that looked pretty good. Awesome. He left a lot of solid seven pens, you know, for a yeah. le- left-hander. I
0: thought so, and, looked- yeah, I was happy to see him. I know, is uh, Ken, his dad, that's the one that bowls in that uh, senior league?
1: Yeah, bowl with him today. I told him I saw his son. He was surprised. Oh, yeah? He was surprised. Wow. He didn't even know his son was bowling on Tuesday nights. Oh, that's crazy. I did not know that. Yeah, he was surprised when I said, oh, yeah, he's bowling our Tuesday Night League. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's, how's Ken doing, by the way? Uh, he's doing all right. I mean, he struggled today, man. I mean, it, he had a couple of single pin drops on his first ball. Really struggled a little bit today. And you guys are teammates? Yeah, he's on our team. Yeah. Oh, cool. I feel bad for him. Yeah, he, <laughs> he struggled today. And how many teams ended up in that senior league? This is
0: their first day, is 30. 30. Wow. You get 30 four,
1: 34 people teams. Yeah.
0: I remember way back in the day, 20 years ago, it was only 12. And yeah. I guess when uh, Richard Westdeck took it over, he expanded it.
1: That's the sign of a good secretary. Yeah, he does really good. I mean, no, he needs to work the lineage, though. I mean... I can't believe. I mean, you know, when you get thirty teams down there on a Monday afternoon, four people on a team, they should be cutting you a deal on lineage.
0: Oh yeah, easy, and they're
1: seniors. I, yeah, I only senior. about five dollars a bowler at least. No shit, they really should. I would have charged them more. Well, okay. Well, well, well that's you. These guys are, and it's it's crazy because the older people they're on fixed incomes. Yeah. Oh, you know, so it's really like today just to try to. Well, I, I think he's trying to. I think the league. I think the house. I mean, they're trying to wheel out the senior league because yeah. they, they want the money. Uh, no, the money's not going to be. The money's, money's not going to be in the future. You know what? Though, if, if if they did that, they would lose a lot of bowlers on Wednesday. Some yep. bowlers. they'd lose all of Monday. A lot of bowlers. Some bowlers on Thursday. It's just a good risk they're willing to take. There's a lot of <laughs> senior bowlers. That's 120.
0: That's uh, four on a team for 30 teams, 120 bowlers. So. Yeah. they It definitely should, you know, give the seniors some discounts and things. Yeah. So. I mean,
1: how many? I mean, four people, 30 teams. What's that? I mean, 120 people? I mean, you can't get that on a Monday afternoon. Oh, no.
0: They should have it to where it's 10 bucks. Five dollars towards lineage. Five dollars
1: for price fund. Yeah, I mean it's crazy. Yeah, you know. Oh, yeah, but it's hard to raise. Like, look, it, they only pay seven. You know, that it's eighteen dollars a week, and it's it's oh. it's crazy. It's hard to get. It's hard to even raise that because they just don't. These people aren't fixed income, so they don't want to pay more. Oh, that's almost a crime. Yeah, they're, sure they're trying January. to wheel him out. They're trying to wheel him out easily without saying is that up. are uh, trying to right, be polite Chris. here, Mark.
0: You're going to make it to where nobody's going to like you, Chris. <laughs> so it's good cop, bad cop. Exactly. I'm
1: just telling you how what the league is trying to tell y'all. Y'all just don't see the picture. Oh,
0: God. <laughs> Chris, even though he is president of the J.B. Trios, does not
1: reflect the views. Of yeah. Yeah, definitely do that disclosure. I'm going to have to have that disclosure out here. Along yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so
0: moving on. Chris's favorite team, Team 9, consists of Jared Gallegos, Neil Brady, Gilbert or Gilbert Peterson, Slates, Rockheads, and team. That's his favorite team. They happen to bowl them on the first night. And who's that team, Tim? Go ahead and introduce yourself, Chris. Oh,
1: put a thumb in it.
0: Put a thumb in it. Who's bowling on that team?
1: Bacon Phil, second place winner from the Summer League. Great contenders. We have a good strategy. Did you just say great pretenders? Great contenders. <laughs> contenders. I think it was pretenders. No, contenders. I just don't know why those guys that you bowled last week didn't back off on the pedal. They had you guys beat after, like, the third frame. (laughs) You know, they just just should have cruised after that. I don't know why they put the pedal to the floor. Mm. So Yeah, they did. But we also, like, we also was like, you know what? We're going to, like, hand cap. So we got a call from the great beyond from Tom Landry saying, you know what, guys? Here's the strategy, this is what we're going to do to win the league. And this is our strategy going forward. This is how we're going to play it, and this is how we're going to win. Because at yeah, the end of the I day, would,
0: uh, at the I end would of the day, you're winners. That's, uh, I, I'm at a loss for words. So y'all bowled each other, Team 9 against Team 10. And that's kind of how it was for the rest of the league. One bowled 2, 3, and 4, and so forth. So 9 bowl, 10. And nine pretty much kicked the shit out of ten. It was a six hundred pin difference. And I'm not I don't that wasn't with the handicap. There was some handicap, <laughs> but not much. So they in a very rare sweep. It's very hard to sweep a team on the first night of bowling, but it happened and it happened to Chris. And they got swept all forty eight points. So they're 0 and forty eight to start off the game. And Slate's Rock has a 48-0 to start out.
1: I mean, it, this, this is only temporary. This is what this is like the beginning of the movie. The climax hasn't came yet. I ain't, We're going to be up in second place or first within like six weeks. What kind of movie are you watching with a climax?
0: Anyway. <laughs> All right, so Team 11, returning boulders from last year. Ricky and the two mix. Mike Anderson, Mike Gansline, and Ricky Boudreaux have returned. They're going to come up with a new team name, but they're Team 11.
1: And they, they bowled fought. pretty good. They got some yeah. the points.
0: They did. They fought Gary Vickner and then Cody, who comes from us from the Summer League. He yes. bowled with Mike N's line. He's joining Gary, and Gary recruited Sean Taylor. I'm trying to think what league it was. I think it's Wednesday. Is it the Homeless League they call that on Wednesday?
1: Yes. So yeah, the Sean Homeless League. From-
0: yep. From the Homeless League, and they are now officially a team, the men and the 10-pin. I guess if they want to have a romantic feeling about the 10-pin, that's uh, the team name, the men and the 10-pin. That's a good name. <laughs> All right, so moving on to Team 13, another returning set of bowlers, Ryan Bimmerman and Christian Gomez and Chris. Oh, wait, no, not Chris. Not the Titanic. Nope. They said we have officially retired that name, and they booted Chris off the team. <laughs> They're, they've recruited Matthew Macy, so that's Brian's summer partner, and they would want to be known as B.D. in the pocket. You can go ahead and fill in what abbreviation you think that is for B.D., and that's B.D. in the pocket.
1: I don't even know what that means. Yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. I wonder what that means. B.D. All right, and then we talked a little bit about this team earlier, Leland, Camilla, and Tim—they are forty-one for the win. Oh, and- big BD! Oh, yeah. for your what you've been dreaming about all these years. Yeah. BD. Oh, that's
1: funny. BD in pocket. <laughs> oh, it only clicked like three minutes later. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> that's funny.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's oh, kind of like Mark's uh, fellatio name. Only, yeah. Not quite that's funny. That's that's a good. One. BD in the pocket. So that's that. That's Thirteen <laughs> against fourteen, and then returning bowlers Patrick Manning and well, actually this is a new bowler Derek McHenry. He's joined Patrick. They were kind of our. I asked Patrick to join. And I was hoping to get David Pride and Keeper back as a team, but David and Keeper both dropped out. So. Patrick was left by himself, but Darren happened to walk in needing a team. So, we got those two together. They're currently looking for a third. And they're They're team number
1: 15. And they're
0: in fourth. They're in fourth. They They won big that night. Yeah, they had a good week. Uh, Team OG. So, they are in fourth place. And the last team, Team 16, Almost Empty Nest is their team name. Consists of Anna Marie Davis, Nancy Davis, and Bob Davis. They are, I want to say, Anna, or no, excuse me, Nancy and Bob are husband and wife, relative Anna Marie. They all come to us from Friday Fellowship. And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, you may want to correct me on this, Chris, it is mom and dad of Tina. Tina, uh, yes. Chris and Tina, Tina, yes.
1: Yep. No, not Chris, just Tina's mom and dad, yes.
0: Tina's mom and dad, yeah. So the husband and wife chris and tina that is mother and father of of tina Uh so chris was true when he said he brought in or Mm -hmm. at least had an influence on three different teams in the jb trio and Mm -hmm.
1: and again his teams that he has influence on have been known to drop (laughs) (laughs) hopefully not this time yeah Yeah. Yeah.
0: we'll see what happens fingers crossed yeah so just to run uh, over the update, results real quick
1: i don't know y'all watching it is Bills versus jets right now
0: yeah don't it, say anything i don't i'm not caught up yet
1: it is 16 to 16 in overtime you would say that i knew yeah. it 16 to 16 in overtime lee bills just scored game over uh, <laughs>
0: 16 to 16 so in 16. overtime right now i'm at 13 to 3 right now i'm still
1: behind I'm just fast-forwarding through commercials. I'll but, tell you, though, uh, that the kicker for Buffalo hit yeah. the – hit. It, it was with two seconds left, he kicked the ball. Yeah, hit, like the the upright, upright. Hit, the hit the upright. Hit the upright. man. Yeah, I think wow. it was a 50-yarder or something, and he hit the upright and bounced in to tie the game. Damn it. I was hoping for those New yeah. York teams to both lose. Yeah, well, the Bills uh, – and the Bills got the coin toss. They won it. Oh, okay, well, hopefully
0: they win. I actually i am kind of a closet Buffalo fan. They're pretty, I like them. Yeah. The built mafia. Yeah. So to go over what happened last week, we went over the teams. So I'll just go over them real quick. Team one lost. That's my team. Team two, who they bowled. They won 40 out of 48. Team three against team four. Team four won 36 out of 48. Teams five and six. Uh, looks like team five got the edge on that. That's Mark's team. 33 out of 48 teams seven and eight it looks like team eight barely won that One twenty-five out of 48 and then there was teams nine and ten there's one team that got 48 one team that got zero chris was involved in that pair and i'll let you guess which team
1: got zero um marks <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> the,
1: the comeback kid zero. yeah
0: he'll have to come back you can't get, yeah. can't go any less than zero and 48 Wait, who
1: got zero again the, oh, come, yeah. the comeback kid.
0: The comeback kid. Who's we that? better come back. The sandbag kid, pretty sandbag. much. Sandbag.
1: Oh, I know them. I heard he's a and- good bowler.
0: <laughs> team 11 against Team 12. Team 11 won 40 out of 48. We had a kiss-your-sister pair, Leland, involved in it, 24 and 24. That was Team 13 against Team 14. And the last pair, that uh, OG, Team 15, looking for a bowler, they won 37 out of 48. They are currently in fourth. Slates Rockheads in first at 48 points. Team 11, 40 points. Team 2 out of pocket, the new team, they're at 40 points. They're in third. 15 OG, Team 15 that is. OG, 37 points. They're in fourth. Blame it on the alcohol in fifth place with 36 points. Team 5, 33 points and 6. Pin High, which is Team 8, 25 points. Team 14, 41 for the win, 24. And the other team that took 24 against them, Team 13, BD in the pocket, which is Chris's team favorite name. They're at 24. They're in ninth. Tenth place is the S team. That's Team 7. They took 23. Three fingers deep, Team 6 at 15. Team number three without a name. They took 12 points. They're in 12th. Almost empty nests. Team 16, they're in 13th place with 11 points. Team 12, It is. The men and a 10 pin, that romantic name. They took eight points. They're in 14th. Team number one, that's me, second to last. We've got eight points and last place, team 10. Put your thumb in it. Chris Woodman it. D and Jake and Fiddle. <laughs> Zero points. So there you have it. There's the standings. Quick rundown of the schedule. Next week, team 13 will take on team 12. Team six, three fingers deep, will take on team 15. That's team OGs, needing a third bowler. Team eight, which is pin high, taking on team number three without a name. That's Amanda and Larry. Team 10, that's put your thumb in it, and they will be oh, facing yeah. team five. So who is team five? Team five is, oh, the Connors. You'll be facing the Connors and George. That'll be something to look forward to for Chris. Team 11, who's in second place, they're facing the S team. That's Christina and, well, Tina and Chris. And Diego, our current Woodman's winner. Team 9 against Team 2, Slates Rockheads, currently in first place against the third-place team. That'll be a nice showdown. That's Team 2. They're one of the new teams, out of pocket. My team, team number 1, without a name, will be going against Team 16. So battle of near last place teams there. And then finally, on 31-32, team four, blaming on the alcohol. That's the Fred Williams and his brother and sister against team 14. That's Leland's team, 41 for the win.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: And there you have it. There's our J.B. Trier results and standings. We'll try to go over a quicker version of that as the weeks go by for the future episodes. This was kind of an introductory episode just to kind of get to know everybody. And everybody's pretty much, I'd say half the team's set an average. The other half is using their average from their last year. Everybody's got a locked average. Or
1: some teams that have a strategic plan.
0: Or what would they call that? Uh, handicap management. Or
1: a smart winning. Yeah.
0: So the league uses a three-week or nine-game lock. So all of our averages will remain locked for three weeks so as to try to cut down on the sandbagging. And uh, then after that, we'll be using our current averages. We talked earlier about this Tuesday. We're going to vote on a new vice president. So, yeah, that is everything for our first episode. Yeah, that was Lovely. a long one. Long yeah, it lasted an hour. I couldn't believe it. I thought it was going to be like maybe 20 minutes.
1: Yeah, it's going to be rough every week. 16, <laughs> 16 teams. No. Yeah, just as one.
0: No yeah. Way. yeah, yeah. I those
1: people in New York to suffer. Yeah, it was a pretty good finish. The guy ran it back for a touchdown on a on no way.
0: Yeah,
1: and the wow. right as you dropped the phone. Uh,
0: yeah, yep. That's probably <laughs> what happened. Yeah, the Cowboys beat, them, beat the New York team last night, forty to nothing. And I wanted their suffering to keep going. damn. <laughs> well, New Yorkers always make fun of the Cowboys. So true that you're right hey. about that. They need to get their comeuppance.
1: Yeah, you're right about that.
0: But uh, anyway, I guess the the lowly Jets can have their little victory. Yeah, uh, for now. For now. <laughs> oh, there you go. You could be like the Bills. There you go, Chris.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> Dang. Yeah. <to> <laughs> Hi, right, guys. Thank you so much for coming back for season six of the fall as we introduce 16 awesome teams that this fall is going to have in this week's of bowling and the JV Trios. So tune in for the following weeks of, of podcast and information that you may get from the following 16 teams. And as you are a fan of me and my team, as you know, we are up for greatness and we're soon to be winning one of these uh, leagues in the fall hopefully so stay tuned come back if you do not come back that strategic plan and please come talk to Tom Landry about maybe a handicap management coming your way
0: <laughs> or you could be like the Bills losing to the Jets there we go <laughs> <laughs> all right guys we'll see y'all tomorrow night all right and
1: here, I'll be safe you too